Welcome to another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm your host, Latrice Kabuya. You know, one thing I love about hosting a podcast is that I get to really meet some amazing people. And I'm telling you, Karen Dupiche is absolutely just that amazing. Could you imagine being on your last semester of nursing school and then you just decide that you want to change careers and go into makeup? Yep, that's what Karen did. She took a risk. She did what she knew was best for her. Now, 20 plus years later, you can see her work on so many different celebrities. And if you watch that one show called The View, yep, that's her work too. If you are needing a dose of courage or inspiration, sit back and listen to this interview with Karen. And I'll be back to give my insight. Enjoy. All right, so Karen, tell me, um, give me a little background about yourself. You're so interesting. Thank you for having me on your show. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. Okay, let me try to sum two and a half decades in like five minutes. Is that okay? Right, right. Before I became this um, makeup artist, I um, I was born Haitian. My parents are Haitian, so I'm Haitian immigrant descent. And um, I have four brothers. Four. It's a total of four. Two girls and two boys. Okay. And um, I attended college to be a nurse. Wow. And my parents always urged us to find a stable career, meaning doctors, attorney, just something stable so they know they will be taken care of. Karen decides, again, I, have, I um, attended college to be a nurse. And um, I love, you know, my courses. I enjoy the human anatomy. I enjoy the lab. But there was something that was missing. I love fashion. I love the glitz and the glamour. And um, one summer, I um, applied at Neiman Marcus. Well, I played at a summer gig. Okay. And, um, you know, I saw a whole bunch of activities going on on the other side of the department store. And I said, well, what's happening there? And it was a makeover event. So I went to the makeup artist. I said, well, how do you become a makeup artist? And they said, oh, you just have to um, go to New York. And I was in New Jersey. So I quit the job and, and, and went to New York. Macy's Herald Square was my first makeup gig. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that is so I, amazing. But let me tell you, I broke all the rules because when... I did that over the summer and in, in, excuse me, in September, I was scheduled to go back to school. I had one more year to graduate, one more year. And I, I walked away, I said, I'm not doing it. My I mother was, it. my mother was so upset at me. She was so upset at me. Okay, so mom was upset and I know that matters. However, there was something obviously on the inside that was saying, you gotta go this path, right? And so, what because let's just be honest there's some kids some you know young adults that will just go ahead and just succumb to the path of what mom and dad says what was it about you what was it about this path that you just said i can't i i i know you're upset i know it'll hurt but i gotta do this 
You know what it is? <clears throat> I'm a go-getter. Okay. And um, I never understood what Holy Spirit meant when someone said to me, Karen, have you ever heard from the Holy Spirit? And then I'm saying to myself, well, what is it, a deep voice? Zophos, what do they sound like? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he said, it's an inner voice. It's something that you feel inside because it's a voice. And I said, I hear it all the time, but not knowing what it was. Wow. So I guess back then, wow. I would get up, think about makeup. I would walk away, think about makeup. Wow. Everything was just makeup. And I said, I'm going to do it because I knew and felt that I think I wanted to become that nurse because that's what my mom wanted me to be. Okay. And, you know, because they wanted me to, yes. again, have that security. security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so what would you tell moms and dads? Because, you know, I grew up in um, a typical Southern Baptist family uh-huh. and this is what you do and I'm that child that uh-huh. goes the opposite and that's why my journey was so much different yes and and now I'm in grad school for um social work as a therapist nice. and um but I've done it all I've done the beauty I've done tv so right. tell me what would you tell your Tell that parent that's like, oh my God, my kid has decided to do X, Y, and Z, and it does not make sense. I would tell that parent, trust your child. Mm. Trust them because we know what we want. We know what makes us happy. And when we decide to do what our parents want us to do, and when we're unhappy, then we're never 100% to what God wants us to do, Mm. what God calls us to do. You know what I mean? I, absolutely. So That's if I was word. that nurse, I would like, I enjoy, I take care of people in a different way. I'm very nurturing. So I'm nurturing with, with makeup. I'm doing it. That's my ministry. But yeah. I just apply eyeshadow and lipstick and lip yeah. gloss with it, you know? Which ministers to people yes. more than what people realize and understand. Because I, I'm sure when people are in your chair, they have an experience. <sighs> Right? Yes. Yeah. So it's bigger than the makeup. It's bigger than this makeup. Yes, it yeah. is. Absolutely. And so with that, with this being your career and, and your purpose, what would you say is one thing you would have wanted to know before you started in this industry or on this path? Hmm. One thing I would have, let me see, um, knowing my worth. Okay. One. Wow. Um, Learning how to walk away in a bad situation. Mm, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and not being compensated. Okay. So if I if I would have known this before, then you know I, I wish I would have known something. You know? Okay. So it took time. Time. Yes. And eventually, okay, okay. Because I think sometimes we allow people to tell us our worth. Right. And sometimes because we're still unsure and we're, uh, you know, and I know that was a challenge for me. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually you get to a point like, wait a minute, I yes. want every coin. That's <laughs> that and that's exactly what happened many wow. a time. And uh, can I tell you a little story? Please, please. Okay. This, this is, this is real. So, um, <clears throat> I won my second Emmy and, um, 
during that time, I was uh, still working with Giorgio Armani because I, I traveled with Giorgio Armani and I was just doing everything with Fashion Week, all of the above. And um, Giorgio Armani would send myself and other clients, other artists to um, do makeup, to apply makeup on the consumers that they dress. And I just did an event with a well-known artist, a well-known quote unquote Hollywood star. Okay. And I worked with her for twice. I did, yeah, I worked with her for two days. And her peoples contact me and said, well, Karen, you know, we would love for you to have you again. And she would love for you to do her makeup. I said, sure. And they asked me what my rate was. And um, I gave them my rate and they gave me a rate and said, well, this is a budget. It was, it was such a bad day because it was a snowstorm. And as you know, as an artist, you have to figure it out. You have to get to the location and find your way home. It was a snowstorm. It was horrible, wow. bad weather. And for that rate, I said, it's not worth it. So I walked mm. away. Oh, wow. I walked away. And listen, when I walked away, I felt good by doing it because I kept saying, wait a minute. Yeah. You're not going to uh, yeah. give me 75 cents while you just got nominated for an Academy Award. And you're, so I said, no. But however, when I do see her, we speak, we hug, we kiss, and everything's the same. But one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Within like two, three years later, she's everywhere. Every, okay. like everywhere you turn around, she's on every show, everywhere. But a part of me was like, oh, dad, I should have done it. But then I'm glad I did not do it because once I told her no, then that allowed me to tell everyone no. I said, no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not available. No, I can't do that with that budget. So, yeah. I love that story. And for our listeners, I, I think there's such value in your story because sometimes you have to walk away for the greater. Yeah. Because first of all, let's just talk, Karen, for a minute. Yeah. Not everyone can say my second Emmy. So let's... let's oh. <laughs> Let's, let's just start there for those. Cause let me see, let me look back here. No, but you, you know, you got a few yes. enemies going on, right? You're so crazy. So my thing is, I think sometimes you have to stand, stand for yourself because yeah. um, no one else will. Yes. And it may look like you're, you're making a mistake or you're missing out. But God always has the greater for you. Yes, yes. Because he knows your value. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. It may not have ended up the way you thought. Yep. And so he could have been protecting you as well. Yes. So I think we have to always look at everything, right? A different perspective. So thank you so much for that. Um, (laughs) I want to know because... um, you inspire so many people. I, I see you now. Listen, I see all the celebrities and it's really not about celebrities because what I have learned about anyone, whether you're a celebrity, you're not a doctor or not a professional or not. It's about the soul. It's about that yes. person. Yes. And so I know you're connecting to a soul, to someone yes. That may be having a bad day, but has to get in front of a camera, right? Yes, because yes. Uh, that's their job. But yes. you're able to minister to them to get them going to help them. So you're always inspiring people. Yes. Who inspires you? <laughs> My dad. 
Mm. My dad inspires me. I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, I'm like a 50-year-old woman. And every time I hear about my father, I'm like, daddy, daddy. I, I love it. it. No. Because I'm a daddy's girl too. So let's do it. My dad inspires me so much because he believed in me. And although I went against what they would have liked me to do and like me to be, and the things I, I just, he just, he's, you know, he said to me, I trust you. He said, mm. you know, what's best. He said, you know how you want to live. He said, just as long as you do a great job at it, as long as you save your money and as long you, as long as you mind your business, go to work and don't get involved with people's nonsense and yeah. just do yeah. your thing. That's it. I love him. He inspires me. My cousin, Michael. He inspires me as well because he said to me in the beginning of my career, he said, Karen, go find some creative people and hang out with them. Mm. Mm. So in that, and I'm like, oh, okay. So then that stuck to me, which allowed me to hang out with the drag queens because I couldn't understand in the beginning of my career while working in Macy's Herald Square, they were teaching me how to do everyday women, you know, makeup. And when I would see RuPaul in a dress, I couldn't understand. I said, well, why do they look gorgeous? And why are we looking like this? So I had to go hang out with the, I had to go to the drag queens so okay. I can learn how to contour, how to highlight, because don't forget, I was self-taught. So I did not know how to do any of these things. I love, I got to stop you there. Yes. I got to stop you there and talk to the audience because a lot of times we feel if we aren't trained professionally or if we don't take this route professionally, then we really are not effective or we're not considered a professional. How did you combat that in your mind, right? Or maybe people saying, well, you didn't go to, you know, makeup school because I didn't either. Yeah. But how did you combat that? Because I know sometimes we struggle with things that are in our mind. So mm -hmm. what did you do? I'm confident. Mm -hmm. I know what I wanted. And um, I am that type of child that I never cared what people say or how people felt. It's what I always did. So I never, I am the type of person that I don't need validation from people. Um, there's only one person that I need validation from is God. And that he is my agent. And that's why I brag about him all the time. And I have no problem. I have no problem. It's, I've been with the best of the best and people think I'm crazy. I say, God is my agent. Who's your agent? God is my agent. Do you have an agent? Yes, God's my agent. I get for my 10%. So I don't need no validation for anyone, anyone. So, and, and going back to what you were saying, that in the beginning of my career, I had folks that would say, are you gonna, are you serious? You're gonna not be a nurse and be a makeup artist? I say, yeah, I'm gonna do that because that's what I wanna do. So yeah. if, you if we have to sit and listen to what other people say, because people will discourage us yeah. and make us feel as if, oh, don't do it, it's not worth it because you yeah. don't. Follow your heart. I follow my heart, I prayed. I said, Lord, you know, I can't sit still. So give me something where you know yeah. that I'm gonna be 100% of and <laughs> is make transforming people and make it for folks just beautiful inside and out. I love it. Purpose. We're purpose. all called here for purpose, right? Purpose. Jeremiah one, we he, you know, he talks about, you know, God knew you before he even manifested you in your mother's womb. You yes. were on his mind. 
He created a purpose. Then he created you. So you were not an afterthought. Right. And that's what people have to understand. Understand. That you have purpose. You just have to find it, discover it. Understand what that is so that you can be fulfilled. And I love God is my agent. That's what drew drew me to you because I was like, wait a minute, what is she literally serious? And as I've, I've followed you for years now, you have not played with that. You have remained the same. No. So so tell me, how did this start? God is my, because it's hashtag you like yes, yes. talk to me about yes. that. <laughs> let me brag about god for a little bit yeah. mm. let me tell you something it's fine to tell people god pumps my heart every single day i've been offered many opportunities to have my own show to do certain things almost there the door closes i said oh why you can't do that karen Okay. Someone said to me, Cameron, you're always working. Do you have an agent? I said, no. God's my agent. I pay my tithing. I give him my 10%. He supplies. I'm not giving no agency. I mean, you can. I'm right. not knocking agency because people do have agents. I get it. Maybe one day God said, you know, Karen, it's time. I don't know. But as of right now, for over two and a half decades, oh, I've been rolling with the GLD. <laughs> I love it. Anything and everything. I pray. I said, Lord, help me with this. There's many a times, I'm going to be honest, that, and as you know, in television, you know, people try to test you. And and I'm a fighter. So I'm like, all we know is just knock you out and keep moving. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I had a situation. I had to go in the bathroom. I was like, Lord, help me, like, fight my battles because it's like I'm about to lose everything mm. because yes. I'm about to yes. knock somebody out. Right. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's like he's he just makes things work. But he takes care of me. Oh my gosh, he takes care of me in every way, he, and he knows. Yeah, absolute. So, so I only have a couple more questions. Wait, um, and Karen, and one more thing, I have yes. no shame. I tell everyone. Oh, I tell the world. I have no. God is my agent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's my agent. Yeah, yeah you do. No yes. hesitation none I'm telling you that's how that was my connection to you I was like okay I'm clapping for those of you who are listening because I was like wow right because we sometimes will serve him but we're we're not we're not serving out loud if you will yeah and I just think that it just brings him glory to see you represent him and the kingdom Yes, what it's about. And it's about connecting people to such an awesome father, awesome God. So, um, so with that said, um, if you could have a billboard billboard that represented you, what would it look like? And what message would it convey? If I had a billboard, Karen, let's think about this. Let me see. I would have a blank slate mm. that would say, hmm. I will have a blank a blank slate that would say, 
But hold on. <laughs> let me think. I love it. No. Wait, no. Here, let me think. I will have a blank slate, slate that would say, I will follow God's narrative, okay? Mm. For my destiny, because he is my agent. I love that. Yeah. A blank slate that would say, I will follow God's narrative <laughs> for my, yeah, for my destiny, because he is my agent. You are that's a faith a, woman. That's, oh, yeah, absolutely. 100. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be it. It would be cute, right? It would. Yeah, right? I have a little picture of you right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag God is my agent. I yeah. like that. Yes. I like that. And so we talked about who inspires you, right? Mm -hmm. But um, let's talk about who are three people who have been influential, who has helped you on this journey? Because, you know, we have community. We have people that um, God connects us with to take us to another level next season yes. of our life. Who has that been for you? For me, let me see. Number one, Reggie Wells. Reggie oh. Wells is a makeup artist. He was Star, Star Jones, excuse me. He was Oprah Winfrey's makeup artist. Okay. And while working in the department store, um, I was with a client and I saw him walking by because I always knew who was so in business. Okay. And I ran over to him. I said, how did you become Oprah Winfrey's artist? He said to me, oh, child, you can't stay in the department store as a, as a uh, artist. You have to be a freelance makeup artist. And I said, well, what's a freelance makeup artist? That means being an independent contractor and going on and doing your own thing and you're your own boss. So I quit the Macy's Herald Square two weeks later. I went to Fifth Avenue and I freelanced with every department store because I was my own boss. So, which means that I can work with this person. And if someone calls me, are you available? No, I'm not available. I'm available for this and I'm available for that, which has also given me the freedom to work with so many different companies and which helped, which helped open doors to so many different like fashion week. And I was doing all these award shows yeah. and looking back, if I would have stayed in the department store and not take that advice, then I would have been in a department store behind a counter, afraid to walk. I'm because Karen, you sound it sounds so effortlessly. Yes. What about the people who maybe struggle with faith, who may struggle with risk taking? Because to be successful, you have to take some risk. Oh, I'm definitely a risk taker. Yes. What would you say to those people who like? It being comfortable. Move the needle. Okay. You have to move the needle because there's artists that I know that are still at Macy's Herald Square. And I left there when I was 25, about 20 something years ago, 20, 23, 24 years ago. And when they see me, they say, oh my gosh, Karen, you know, I'm so glad you're doing this. And I see you all the time. But then I would say to them, get out. Try to do this, try to do this, but folks, people get comfortable. And the biggest weapon they get comfortable is being comfortable. Yes. And I tell them you have to walk on faith and you have to believe in yourself because you're glorifying me, but then glorify yourself. 
Mm. You know, you don't like being in the department store. You know that you're worth more. You know that you can do so much more, but it's comfortable and people are afraid. So get out of that box, move that needle. There's so much stuff in store and pray. You need to pray, have a conversation with God. And I tell people fast, it's like pray fast and just like build that relationship with him and say, Lord, help me. Because once you sit still, then trust me, you're going to be hearing things and yes. things that are happening. You're going to be like, oh, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Move that needle. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anyone else you want to say who influences you? <laughs> um, Barbara Walters is okay. one that influences me. Okay. Um, while working with her, you know, she's an icon journalist. Sure. And um, she has taught me how to be prepared. Watching her, the way she ran the view because she created the view yes. and um the way she speaks to the producers the way she like with firm like she she's a firm believer in in regards to being prepared you have to be prepared mm-hmm. always be ready yeah and yeah that totally you <laughs> don't have to get ready when you are already ready already be ready just in case yes yes <laughs> And always ask questions. Always ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. Okay, yes. Okay, so as we close this um, interview (laughs) out, this podcast, which has been a delight, and I know people are going to be writing nuggets and writing notes (laughs) because you've given some gems. Let's just go on it. Um, And for those of you, just let me tell you, as fabulous as she sounds, as fabulous of information she has given us, she looks that fabulous. Um, <laughs> she, y'all, she got on camera. I was like, can I turn my camera off, please? And thank you. Okay. <laughs> she looks that fabulous. So, um, so my, I guess my last question, and it's yes. kind of a two-part question. Two-part, um, okay. What's next for Karen? Okay. And what insight, because you know, this is insights with Latrice, what insight or encouraging word would you leave with the listening audience? What's next for Karen? Well, I have, um, I'm excited because I have a lot of projects that are in the works. Okay. Perfect. Um, I am a, uh, I move in silence. <laughs> I love that. I move in why is that important, Karen? Because what I've learned is um, just do what you need to do. Do mm. what you're supposed to do and not talk about it. Mm. Because I've seen people that talk and say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, and people are waiting and nothing happens. So um, I'm the type of person that I'm moving silence. I'm quiet. I have a lot going on, but then I'm also working on certain things. So when it's time for me to release it's time to release because I've learned that once you tell people what's going on and you can't tell everyone your secrets because someone will take it and run with it. And then, and then before you know it, you're like, wait a minute. Um, this is released because I told you. So keep your jewels to yourself. And when it's time to release and when you drop the mic, then. Wow. It explodes. It explodes. Yes. Wow. It explodes. And to any upcoming artists, Listen, get yourself some mentors, assist, find out who's who in the business, know everyone in the business, follow your heart, 
be prepared, be on time, respect your client because they will respect you. Mm. Know your worth, have faith, trust God, and everything is going to fall in place. I kid you not. Wow. I kid you not. And you're living proof. And it's not just for artists. I think uh, we can take that to any profession, any, any profession, any endeavor um, yeah. is that um, definitely that's some good stuff that that was some yummy stuff right there. Miss Karen, listen, <laughs> that was good. Well, I just thank you for um, your time, your energy, your words of wisdom. And um, thank you for being a part of Insights with Latrice. We thank you and we appreciate you. And audience, I just thank you for listening to another episode of Insights with Latrice. Until next time, God bless. Don't you just feel like you can conquer the world after listening to that interview with Karen? Yeah, me too. My insight is simply this. Be confident, be bold, take risk, never play yourself small, operate in purpose, and never listen to the naysayers. Karen talked about how she had people trying to talk her out of it, but she had to be true to herself. And she knew what she was called to do to impact the world. Yeah, she may have four Emmys later, she may have a host of opportunities that most people would just dream about. But more importantly, she's fulfilled. She's doing what she's called to do. And that's the best thing because that's your best life. Thank you for listening to another episode of Insights with Latrice, where we talk about real life. We talk about the real you and we talk real good. Until next time.